Keep watching the game every week, you might find out your wife's getting dunked by Dominique, and that can be so upsetting. So try a little tenderness like Otis Redding. Oh, here goes. And welcome to episode 12 of Throwback Hoops. We all know rappers want to be ballers, and ballers want to be rappers. There have been some great basketball references in hip hop music over the years. You would have just heard me drop some bars from Big Daddy Kane's 1991 track, The Lover in You. What better way to start the show than quote my favorite MC of all time, Big Daddy Kane, when he name drops my co-host's favorite baller of all time, Dominique Wilkins. What's good, Robbie? You like that, my man? What's up, Woods? Yeah, I love that one, mate. I was actually playing some Big Daddy Kane this week, so it was pretty fresh in the mind. So um, so forget Goodfellas and take it to see Ghost, right, man? <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, bro. Nice. What, what a tune, what a That's tune. A great track. <laughs> well, it's great, great to chop it up with you uh, again, man. And, and before we just get into it, I just thought I'd... Um, Tell the audience a little bit about where, you know, you can tune into us. Obviously, if you want to watch the show, uh, you can go to our YouTube channel, Throwback Hoops, and then pretty much any podcast channel that you that you tune into your podcast, you can get the audio version of the show. Can't thank everyone uh, enough for their support. Um, and yeah, so I guess um, another great show for us today, Robbie, and we're going to showcase our jerseys as usual. Yep. Uh, we'll get into some Hawks talk, which we haven't for a couple of weeks. Um We'll have some NBL discussion. Um, and what a classic pack I have for us to open this week. I got the 94-95 Ultra Flair Series 2. So it's a new one for us, ones. Robbie. It is a first. Yeah, bring it on. Looking forward to that. Totally. So let's uh, let's get into it, Robbie. Um, why don't you showcase your jersey or jerseys for, for the day on this episode? Yeah. Sounds good, my man. So look, I'll start, I guess, with the one hanging up today. So you can see the old school red Portland Trailblazers jersey in the background. Um, it's none other than Gorwin Wells. Who? Bonzi Wells, right? Um, so yeah, Bonzi, after he was named Bon Bon by his parents, which eventually got shortened to Bonzi. Um, now, Bonzi, look, he definitely had that bit of a cult following throughout his career, didn't he? He was part of those, you know, jailblazers. Jailblazers. Got yeah. a lot of attention, yeah. So look, so Bonzi played for five teams over 10 seasons in the NBA, um, drafted out of Ball State at pick 11 by the Pistons in the 98 draft. Um, so I was doing a bit of investigating. Bonzi is currently a Division II head coach for the Lemoyne Owen Magicians. Um, and also he sort of, his last sort of playing stop was when he was in the big three where he was playing against my boy Josh Smith there. So yeah, Bonzi, I really like the, the way this guy played back in the day. Um, yeah, just wanted to, I guess, pay a little bit of homage to, to Bonzi there, right? And played in China for a while as well. He did, yeah. He was yep. one of those players that sort of finished up over there. And actually reading about it, I hadn't sort of even realized Woods, but he actually suffered a heart attack about four years ago, which did luckily he? he sort of recovered from. Yeah, he's only sort of in his mid-40s. So, yeah, he's obviously sort of doing the, the coaching role now in the Division Two school there. So, yeah, a bit of a blast from the past, right, with Bonzi? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and look, I guess the one I'm wearing today, so I'll just sort of stand up and show you. It's a very busy jersey at the back of it. You'll see when I, what I mean when I stand up, and I'll tell you a little bit about this guy as well. Yeah, so for the listeners who can't see the video version of the show, Robbie's wearing a yellow Wildcats classic Greg Hire jersey. Recently retired Greg Hire. What a legend. I know Robbie, Greg Hire is a... You know, someone that you, you, you liked a lot, you know? Big time, so, man. You know how much I like Greg Hire. So affectionately nicknamed the mayor of Wanneroo. Um, yeah, Greg Hire played nine years with the with the NBL's greatest ever team, the Perth Wildcats. So, yeah, started off as a development player and ended up becoming a, a vice captain and a four-time champion while playing over 200 games. So, 
he, he really sort of carved a great career there. And what I liked about Greg High there, Woods, is he was a life lifetime sort of Wildcats fan growing up there. And, you know, sort of for him to sort of do that. And, and look, I, I really do think he got the most out of his career. He wasn't the, the greatest skill player, but he seemed to sort of add some stuff each year. He sort of, you know, developed a pretty sort of decent, um, you know, three-point shot and obviously a great defender and he could handle the ball and everything else like that. So, yeah, just wanted to, I guess, sort of, yeah, talk about uh, the mayor of Wanneroo, Greg Hire today. So, and look, in terms of this jersey I'm wearing, it's a pretty random um, Wildcats heritage jersey that's, you know, paying homage to the West State Wildcats. So for those that don't know, that was the name that the Wildcats were from 82 until changing the Wildcats name in 84. Um, and looking at the back of this jersey today, Woods, it had every player's name at the time when this jersey came out that had played for the Wildcats. So it was a real trip down memory lane. Um, one that really stands out at the back, and you know, a lot of people might not remember he played for the Wildcats, is uh, none other than Luke Longley, right? So, yep. Um, do you remember Definitely. anything about Longley? Do you know how many games he played for the Wildcats there, Woods? Uh, would have been less than 10. He played two yeah. games and he scored right. two points. So right. okay. interestingly, yeah. his dad actually had, was played, uh, I think about eight games for Wildcats two years before that. And also Longley's older brother, Griffin, also had a you know a few games of the Wildcats there. So yeah, a bit of a blaster in the past with that one. But yeah, as we sort of spoke about, Greg High is someone that, you know, I really looked up to. I, I loved his sort of work ethic and the way he went about things. And I should also mention as well, Woods, he is sort of really sort of involved at the moment um, uh, in, in terms of like a, an ambassador for, for youth mental health and everything else like that in Perth. And, yep, you know, know, we've touched on that in the past. That's something that, you know, is it does mean a lot for us there. So, yeah, that's great. That's sort of, you know, Greg's sort of continuing to, you know, sort of be in the community and sort of, you know, give back and help people out. Um, he's also still playing. He's playing with um, the, playing with Rockingham in the NBL one. So, you know, he's only 34 woods. It seems like he might have been a bit older, right? But, he, yeah, only 34. And I'm sure he's still probably throwing himself at everything in those NBL one games. So, yeah, that's my sort of trip down memory lane, I guess, today. And Greg, Robbie's been trying to reach out to you. So if you're listening, uh, please hit him back. We'd love to have you on the show, right, Absolutely. Robbie? Absolutely. We'd love to have Greg Hyder come on and obviously sort of, you know, talk about his great career and obviously talk about those things we mentioned that, you know, what he's sort of doing with the with the youth over there in Perth. So, no, that's awesome. And, um, yeah, what about yourself? Most there, definitely. I, I can see, I know what that jersey is and I like it. So I'm looking forward to hearing you talk I, about I know you do. So I'll just stand up, Robbie, and why don't you take uh, the listeners through Sounds good. Through the jersey. So, um, yeah, Woody's wearing a retro <laughs> West Sydney Razorbacks. Simon Dwight, the landlord jersey. Um, now, a quick little story I'll just tell you as Woody's sitting down. Um, Woods actually did wear that one to the game we went to last week, and he must have had about 20 people comment on him about that jersey at the game, right, Woods? I got a lot of love for it, man. Did, so mate. it was really nice to wear, wear it um, out to the, to the Kudos Bank Arena and um, get some appreciation for some some uh, basketball fans who know, know their stuff, right? So, uh, look. He mentioned the landlord. Well, he was born in Melbourne and went to the Australian Institute of Sport. Um, so I'll just you know go into a little bit of a few of his accolades. Well, he spent the first few years with the Canberra Cannons before moving to West, the West Sydney Razorbacks, where he became you know their leader. Uh, he led the league in blocks an incredible eight times, Robbie. And over that over ten year career, the landlord averaged three point three blocks per game. In 1997, he was actually averaging close to four point five blocks per game. You know, um, and I think Robbie, his game would have translated today. You know, he could stretch the floor, Definitely. rebound, and block shots. You know, the, those kind of um, mixed skill sets are. Uh, priceless in today's game um, and he, he actually had an opportunity to go over the NBA, NBA but he didn't actually take it up you know he was just comfortable here in Australia um, and didn't really you know want to you know leave his comfort zone and his family and things like that and he actually finished up playing at just 29 after he'd been told he could suffer you know um, permanent and debilitating knee problems if he continued to play so I mean he's the greatest shot blocker in NBL history but 
he did uh, achieve a lot through that 10 years that he was in, in, in this in this league, right, Robbie? He did, right, man. And I think he's sort of someone that's been forgotten about a little bit. And yeah, you're right. So having to retire at age 29 due to injuries, pretty hard to take. I mean, if he could have added another three or four years on that, he might have been sort of really considered amongst the, you know, the NBL great big men. He probably still is already with his, you know, defensive accolades, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, as, you, as you said, he does get not spoken about enough. And even on the show with Body, when we picked our uh, greatest NBL uh, starting five of all time, I think he made your second list, did he, he did, from memory? Yep, that, yeah, that second yep. of about five lists I made. Yeah, he did make that. So, yeah, I love the way that guy went about it back in the day. And I think really good point that you said as well, Woods, about how his game would translate in today's sort of play. I mean, he did have a good outside shot, didn't he? He sort of really he stretched did. the defense out and everything. And I'm sure that would be something, you know, in this modern era that he'd sort of continue to work on. So, no, good call with that. Right. Well, thanks, Robbie. Great jerseys today from from us, I think. So um, let's let's kick off some Hawks talk today, right? Um, and I'm a bit concerned about us. Uh, what's our record sitting at at the moment, Robbie? Is it yeah, 13 and 14? So 13 and 14. So we've dropped under yep. 500 again, which is a little bit concerning. Um, it's been strange, hasn't it, mate? I mean, I yep. think the big one for me is these these fourth quarters have been really concerning. I mean, we saw, you know, obviously at the time of recording, we're recording on Thursday the 16th. So we are, I think we're actually in action at the moment playing against Orlando. But yeah, the game previous to that, we lost at home to Houston and gave up a big lead. Um, oh. Yeah, a little bit of a worry. And it, I, I guess it sort of continues that form this year where we sort of seem to go on all these strange sort of streaks. You know, we had a, a big losing streak, then we went on a long winning streak. And now I believe we've lost uh, five in a row at home home so yeah what are your thoughts on, on how we're looking at the moment well the east isn't going to be a cakewalk this year you've got teams like cleveland coming and, and unexpectedly playing better than we thought and you know even getting into that top eight it's not going to be easy right or top 10 even for a play-in spot so we've got a lot of work to do but let's talk about some positives right and i know we've been struggling a little bit but i mean kevin Herder, we talked on on a previous show about how he had a really slow start to the season i think you gave out his shooting percentages and uh, they weren't looking great at all but he's now actually turned that around he leads the team in net rating so you know he's really playing well after that slow start right so he has and i like when they sort of get him involved in the offense early i think we saw in that game against the nets i mean look it's going back quite a few days now but you know i think trey had you know three assists and and Red Velvet hit down, you know, knocked down three shots in the first five minutes of the game. So he's one of those sort of players I think they like to sort of get him involved early. And yeah, look, I mean, obviously we've needed him to step up with a you know a bit of sort of injuries in the in the front court there. But I think there is a few of these guys coming back. I think I heard that Bogey's probably not far from being back. Um, yep. We know DeAndre Hunter's going to be back in in January as well. So there's some troops on the way. It feels like we've just kind of you know got to weather this storm at the moment. And honestly, though, Woods, we've got to beat these teams that are you know below us in the standings. We can't be losing to Houston. We can't be losing to Orlando. They're the no. games that we just have to win with our talent there, right? Yeah, I mean, 136 points we gave up to Houston. You know, that's just not acceptable, right? Yeah, any um, chances in defense, right? Oh. Right. And I mean, Okongu will help, uh, help that on the defensive end, you know, because he's very committed to that end of the floor. And he's just been assigned to our G League affiliate, which makes his comeback imminent, which is promising, yeah, right? Yeah, I noticed that. And look, he's, I think he's played one game already with the in the G League with the College Park Skyhawks, and he got 10 points and 15 yep. rebounds. So that was his first, yeah, first game since the conference finals, you know, last season sort of thing. So it'll be great to have him come back. And that's that kind of two-headed monster, you know, the big man position with him and him and Clint Capella because I think a lot of it's falling on Clint Capella's shoulders at the moment and yep. you know I think Capella's a good defender but you know I, I think you know him and Congo together are sort of a bit of a tandem there that will certainly you know certainly improve us right yeah 100 um, percent I'm looking forward to watching him play he was so promising last year and we saw that in the playoffs um, yeah 
that he has a, a great future ahead of him. So really excited about that. Now, I'm also hearing t- uh, talk that Langston Galloway is pot- potentially in talks to be added to our roster. We know Solo, Solomon Hill is now out for the season, right? So he is, yeah. um, having that veteran at the end of the bench, is he going to be able to help us if we do pick him up? Mate, Langston Galloway, when I heard that news, I was literally going to throw a party. I thought it was just a, no, actually, I'm, <laughs> I'm wrong there. I don't see that move sort of being anything of, of use there, to be honest, man. I think he'd just be sort of, you know, sitting at the end of the bench. I think we've seen your boy TLC, you know, taking yep. a few more minutes there. So, look, I think Galloway's just a bit of insurance there. But, you know, who knows? I think when some of these guys come back from injury, he'll probably be probably be waived pretty quickly, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, well... I agree with you there, but, you know, it's just an, an extra body maybe for a short while, right? True, so true. Um, what about the Xmas Day game? I know we got a, a unboxing day, obviously, here. I'll, I'll be uh, at the cricket at the MCG, but you and your brother are going to tune in, aren't you? Looking and, forward uh, to it. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm planning on watching a lot of games with my brother. Unfortunately, the Hawks game is the 4 a.m. game, so is ooh, it? I'm not a good morning person, Wood, so I don't know how I'll go with that. It might be one of those ones where I sort of wake up at a, a more you know, reasonable time, maybe after seven sometime, and kind of watch it like it's live. But, yeah, it is really good to see the Hawks get that Christmas Day game. And, look, you know, we saw obviously a great you know, series against the Knicks in the, in the last sort of playoff series there with sort of Trey playing that sort of villain role at, um, at Madison Square Garden. So, yeah, looking forward to that. It's a very rare, you know, Hawks Christmas Day game to, for us to watch, right? Awesome. Yeah, no, it's really good that we, we got that slot. Um, and with Orlando playing, we're playing against Orlando today on, on right now, I think. So yeah, um, I'm going to avoid crossed. the score. I don't want to get distracted, but I hope we're going to win that one. right? <laughs> Definitely. Um, all right. Thanks, Robbie. So let's um, move on to some NBL discussion. Huge week. One of the one of the best rounds in recent memory in the NBL round two. And I was actually a guest on the NBL Pocket Podcast this week. You would have heard me. Out, yep. So um, thanks for having me, guys. Joseph and, and Andrews. Was it? honor to, to chop it up with you, but we don't want to sort of go into a lot of the things that we touched on in that episode. So uh, why don't you kick it off? I mean, what are your thoughts on on, on the on the round that just passed, Robbie? Yeah, definitely. Well, probably good to start with that game that we actually attended together right there, Woods. Um, yes. Yeah, so we went to the, to the Illawarra and Sydney game last Saturday night and yeah, really enjoyed sort of, you know, it was the first sort of game I'd sort of seen live for a while and yeah, enjoyed it. Um, I think my takes from that one, very impressed with the Hawks. Um, they're such a loaded team. Um, I just like some of the additions they've had to this team. And I think I sort of mentioned to you as well, you can tell they're all really playing for each other. It was really sort of noticeable for me. You know, even guys like AJ Ogilvy, who, who yep. barely got on the court, he was being such a good cheerleader. He was the first one off the bench and high-fiving people when they were sort of coming off and everything like that. So that was quite obvious to see that there. I think Gorgian's got, you know, the whole team clicking there. But the big one for me was Juop Reith, right? I mean, that yeah. guy. I mean, look, we expected a lot from him coming into the season, you know, fresh off the Boomers camp campaign but i mean he got 27 points um yeah in that game shooting and seven rebounds shooting 12 seven rebounds, 17 yeah. um hit a couple of threes so yeah i mean he's got the complete package there doesn't he um the big thing i noticed with wreath as well and i'm not sure what your thoughts on that were woods but his handles as well he's sort of he can handle the ball he can step back and shoot that outside shot so probably a few things there that i maybe didn't know that he had that complete game there but yeah what we all sort of take on on you know that game and, and some of the you know things we talked about well, do up read for a guy that size, you know, to have that skill set is just very unique. And I agree with you. Like, he's, he's not just a catch and shoot guy, which I thought that, you know, um, he would be, right? He can put that ball on the floor, get to his spot, uh, get to that mid-range and, uh, you know, he can post up. He just, he's, he brings it in a lot of ways, Robbie. So he was really impressive. Absolutely. Uh, our, yeah. Our Sydney Kings, uh, my Sydney Kings, sorry, they fought. I know your boy, Wani Swakula Bullock got a start, yep. um, got an opportunity, which... 
he wouldn't have seen in Perth actually, but um, I think uh, Coach Buford put uh, some faith in him. Angus Glover was promising, yeah. but I just don't get it with our injuries. I mean, RJ Hunter, they said Jordan Hunter was going to play. I still haven't heard what happened to RJ Hunter. Jalen Adams, we know he's yeah. got a. I'm uh, sort of the same injury. with the Wildcats, Woods. Like, how are these teams having so many, like, I don't know what the go is there, but all these injuries, you know, within the sort of second round there. So that, that's right. I think, you know, obviously the Sydney team, that starting five you probably won't see again this year, right, with some no. of the people they brought out. But, yeah, it's a bit of a concern. I think, do you know whether the Sydney sort of guys are coming back for, for this week's game or tonight's game? Well, I mean, on the injury report on, on NBL, you know, .com.au doesn't say that there's any injuries so far. Um, I mean, Jalen Adams is still probably nursing that, that ankle. The report needs to be worked on, I'm telling you. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's very vague. I think they need to sort of be a bit more transparent. Maybe, I don't know whether it's the teams or the league there, but come on, give us a bit more news on this NBL injury report. We've got fantasy teams to run, right? <laughs> Yeah, man, 100%. Um, and, and that's been the, the case for a while now. But I'm really hoping we get our guys back um, and th these injuries aren't too serious because um, we did fight against that Illawarra team dis despite being depleted, you know? So it was, a, it was a great game to be at live, Robbie. Good. So, yep, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so let's maybe move on quickly to the what I said was probably going to be the game of the round and it ended up being a an amazing double overtime game uh, between Brisbane and, and Perth. Mm. Uh, I, I know you enjoyed watching their game. Maybe not the results though, right? It was hard work watching that game at times. Um, yeah, a real sort of game of runs, wasn't it? I, I actually thought Brisbane were probably going to gonna take out the win, you know, in, in regulation and then Cotton sort of stepped up, got it to overtime and then, you know, it was kind of Vic Law against Sobey in that second overtime. But yeah, very impressed with Brisbane. Um, I think they're probably a team that's, you know, floating under the radar a little bit. You know, they've, they're quite deep there. We haven't sort of seen their complete team as well this year. Um, but, yeah, obviously, you know, Robert Franks looked really good in that game, didn't he? And I know your boy, yeah. Lamar Patterson as well. I mean, how good was he in that game as well, right? He's looking fit. He stayed around here mm -hmm. in the off-season and, and played in, in NBL 1. Yeah. Um, and he's probably coming to this season as... In, in, in as good a shape as he has before, right, to, to yeah. start a season. And that can be seen in, in his performance on the court. So it's, it's good to see. Absolutely. So, look, I think Brisbane's one of those teams, certainly after these first few weeks, I think they're going to be pushing for a top four spot there. So it's obviously so deep there. I'm not sure who they might sort of potentially take over a spot from there. Hopefully it's not one of our teams, right? But, um, yeah, they were impressive. But, yeah, like I said, that was hard work for a Wildcats fan to watch that game. Yeah, and with Perth, uh, and, and I mentioned that speaking on the NBL Pocket Podcast as well, you know, Gleason was running great offensive sets for, for different players to get them good looks. And Scott Morrison said it in the press conference, it's, it's on me to sort of put, put my players in, in better positions, right? Yeah. Um, and it's going to take a while for him to, because there's a lot of one-on-one -on -one play, give the ball to Cotton, give the ball to Law, and just go and get, get a bucket, right? There was, and, right. It was kind of yeah. those guys. I mean, look, Blanchfield was back, and he had a really good game as well. But I think yeah, it's probably been a little bit hard for, you know, for our version of ScoMo, just sort of coaching the team. We've had, had a lot of outs, like we mentioned with Sydney before. So, you know, I'm hopefully sort of Hodgson will be back. Frazier's missed two weeks with a cork. That must be the world's worst cork for him to miss two full weeks of that. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. But, yeah, look, obviously, I think, you know, Wildcats have got a couple of games this weekend, obviously, again, at home. So we need to keep winning these games at home because who knows what's going on in this COVID world at the moment. The, the Wildcats might be playing the rest of the season, you know, on the road at this rate. But, yeah. yeah we'll and, and, like, with Majuk, Majuk and, and Hodgson um, having questionable injury histories, I just noticed Ton Mek has been released from his contract in Israel. I'm sure a lot of teams, mm. uh, and, and Wildcats included, would be interested in, in going after his services now, right? It's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, his name was sort of mentioned at the start of the season there jeez i would it have was. loved to have to have um to have got him there but yeah it'd be interesting to see what we sort of do there because yeah i don't know i mean do they if frazier's injury continues to linger do they maybe sort of consider cutting ties with him and bringing thon in as a as an aussie 
not quite sure. I'll obviously sort of watch this space there, but I'll be all up for him coming home for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, he's going to help some team if he does decide to come back home, if, if, even if it's not Perth. Okay, so maybe let's just quickly move on. I know it's been spoken about a lot, the melee uh, between uh, in the throwdown between Southeast Melbourne and Melbourne Creek and Peatling. Uh, so maybe let's just touch on that really quickly now that the punishments have been handed out and stuff. What are your was thoughts? Was there a melee, Woods? I hadn't heard about. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've heard a lot about that, right? Um, look, I actually yep. think the NBL probably did a pretty good job with the you know how they've come down with that, giving sort of Peatling that one game. Um, I'll... It was an absolute clown move by him. There's no other way to describe it there. Look, I think the issue with that is it could have actually escalated further. We saw it sort of spill over into the crowd. You know, the first thing I'm doing as a parent there, I'm looking around in the crowd and you're seeing kids there and you can see these kids are, are obviously even quite rightly scared when these sort of things happen. So yep. for me, you know, if Peatling hadn't have done his clown move there, none of that would have happened. And we know, look, you know, you spoke about it on the NBL Pocket Podcast. We know that sort of goes back to some history that him and Creek have got. I don't yep. think it was him just flying a flag for his team. I think that was a little bit Definitely. More- personal there right yeah. so um yeah look i think i think they got it right with their fines there you know i don't think the the 350 fines for a lot of the players that sort of came off the bench are gonna gonna hurt them too much but peatling getting a game i think that's that's probably fair enough and look it, yeah. it was a good game i mean it was you know obviously that rivalry sort of going to continue there it was an amazing play by mitch creek it's getting a you know a lot of run over the world right i mean there's been sort of talk all over the place about that you know two ex-nba players involved in the play i guess they're right but yeah, yeah, I mean that's. I think probably we've said enough on that one there, right? They've, they've, you know, and obviously there was a little sort of melee in the in the Sydney Illawarra game as well with the with um angry Angus, right? Right next to where we were sitting, man. So that's we got a close up view of that right at the end of the game when the result was already, um, you know. And look, I didn't mind that. I mean, you know, I think he obviously played with that bit of passion against his old team there. He was very fiery throughout the game, wasn't he? he that was. was pretty obvious. But you know, look, he played well, so I think there's yeah, there's no sort of dramas with with how that unfolded. And in the words of Corey Homicide William, shout out to Angus Glover. Mm, Playing great. Yep, 100%. Yeah, and yeah, we had him in a few predictions, didn't we? I know we both got him in our fantasy team, so I'm all for Angus Glover playing well, right? Yeah. As I said on, on the Pocket Podcast, by all reports, he's a really good kid. So yeah. um, after having all the uh, recent injury histories and what he's gone through, it's, it's really good to see. Definitely. All right, so Robbie, maybe we'll just uh, quickly go into the games for this week and, mm-hmm. and give our tips really quickly. We'll just jump through that re- uh, in in a timely manner, let's say. Sounds good. Um, Should mention as well, Woods, we're two weeks in and I've, um, I'm already two two tips ahead of you in the tipping comp. So at this rate, I might just sort of move one ahead of you each week. So I'm enjoying that so far. But um, Despite the mistake that the, the Oz, uh, they uh, footy that. tips... They fixed, they fixed that, fixed yeah. For some okay. reason on our footy tips um, website where we've sort of involved in a few tipping competitions there, they had New Zealand beating Southeast for some reason, but it has been changed now. So, geez, we've got a lot of games this weekend, right? That's a busy slide. You want to take us through them then, Robbie? Yeah, we'll go through it. I guess so. Yeah, we're sort of starting off tonight. So I think the games sort of run from Thursday all the way through to next Wednesday. So nearly a week's yep. worth of games. So let's just give some quick tips, right, Wood? So we've got Melbourne and Sydney tonight. Who do you like? Sydney. Um, I'm going to take Melbourne. Um, I'm not sure if Golding's back. Uh, but, yeah, I sort of like the way they sort of played last week. I'm going to say Melbourne. Um, right. The yeah. Hawks against Breakers in the next game. I'm going to take Hawks at home, right? I'm going to take probably for a for quite a while until they start losing, I reckon. Yeah, that's probably going to be a standard pick. Um, then on Friday night, of course, we've got the the replay or the rematch of the, the Wildcats and Brisbane game. You know, Brisbane's obviously sort of hung around in Perth. Who do you like for that one? It's going to be a good game, Robbie, but um, I think Perth will 
want to get one back on Brisbane after that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to lose two in a row at home. So, yeah, I like the Wildcats for that one. Um, We should mention as well, Sydney have got three games this week, right? So that's pretty unheard of that a team plays three games in one week. So, yeah, their second game of the round comes against uh, South East Melbourne. So I know you're pretty disappointed you can't go to that game, I guess. Yeah, I'm actually traveling to Melbourne, you know, on Saturday morning. So I'm just going to miss out on on, on that game. But uh, Mm. I'll watch it tonight on TV, Robbie. And um, even though... um, you know the favorite would be south uh would be probably southeast melbourne even though sydney's at at, at home yeah um oh well that one's on saturday night right yeah yeah, yeah so i'll just miss it i'll just miss it yeah, yeah. so sydney at home against southeast melbourne i'm mm. gonna have sydney so i'll take southeast so that's two different with the sydney game so i could potentially be four in front or you could even tie it with these games we'll see how we go with that um then we've got cans and adelaide that's a tough one i thought to pick it's a tough one. one yeah tough one um I'm going to go with Cairns. I mean, it was an ugly victory. I mean, it really depends on Scott Machado's health. If he's not fit, yeah, then I'd true. probably go with Adelaide. But, oh, man. I'll go Cairns as well for that one, right? Yeah. I think yeah. they've got to start winning some of these home games. Yep, that's a good one. Yep. Um, the next one, I quite like this game as well. We've got Melbourne against New Zealand. Um, obviously, New Zealand continuing to play every single game on the road, which is tough for them. But, um, look, I'll say Melbourne for that one to, to sort of get the double victory this weekend. What about yourself? Well, if my predictions are right, then both Melbourne and New Zealand will be going into this game without a victory. So um, Melbourne will be hungry to to win it and at home against New Zealand. New Zealand will be competitive in these games, but, mm. uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough road if they lose both these, but I'll go with Melbourne. Yeah. Okay, yep. And we've got a really good game coming up, um, Brisbane against the Hawks. Um, look, I said before, I'm going to keep picking the Hawks. So, yeah, Hawks for me for that one. Likewise, Hawks. Yeah, um, I like that big uh, big man matchup in that game. Franks again um, against Reith there. That could be quite. No, that's going to be that awesome. One. Definitely, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and look, then we've got my boys again um, on Sunday. So the Wildcats um, playing the Jack Jumpers. Look, I'm pretty hopeful the Wildcats will win that. Obviously, we know the the Jack Jumpers are a little bit of a a Wildcats version too, right? With all the sort of you know ex players and Scott Roth sort of coaching them and everything. So that could actually favour them. They might they might know a few of the players, but obviously they probably won't know the game plan given that you know Perth have a new coach. So yeah, Wildcats are me for that game. Yeah, it's going to be a fun game. A lot of guys coming back uh, to um, you know a court that, uh, a place that they're very familiar with, but uh, I can't see Tasmania going into you know RAC Arena and getting that victory. That, so I'm going to go with Perth. Yeah, cool man. And look, the last game of the round. I actually haven't mentioned this to you, Wood. So it's um, Sydney against Tasmania. I might actually be doing something very rare next week and going to a game without you. So it's not very oh. often I go to a Sydney game. So look, I may be going to that game. I know my brother and his family are hopefully up for Christmas if this COVID stuff stays under control. So I may go to that game. We'll see how we go. But um, yeah, look, I'll say Sydney for that one. It's obviously a pretty tough road trip, isn't it, for Tasmania sort of you know, coming to Perth and then coming to Sydney to play two of the two of the championship heavyweights. Yep, yeah. Obviously, I got Sydney in that one because, as you said, Sydney's got three games this week. So I've got Xavier Cooks as my captain in, in fantasy. Yeah, me um, too. Me too. Right. I yeah. think a lot of people will. Right. I mean, it's, he's obviously the standout player for Sydney there. So yeah, if you're playing fantasy, captain um, captain Cooks for the for the three games. Yep. Smart decision, Robbie. Good stuff. Right, what a big really, round, right? Really looking forward to it, Robbie. Yeah, because I think the next week, I think there's only sort of single games. I think each team's only playing once. So I like this, you know, as we said, we're getting games from Thursday all the way through to next Wednesday. So, you know, everyone sort of check out those games and continue to support the NBL. Yep, awesome. Thanks, Robbie. Well, now now we're at the my favorite part of the show, as you know. Too right. And I got a unique pack today. I got the 94-95, as mentioned earlier, Ultra Flare Series 2. Now, do you remember these cards, Robbie? I will when I see them. I don't remember them right now. So I'm looking forward to the surprise to see what they look like. Let's do right, this. Hopefully it's easier to open this one. 
Not stuck together like those Skybox ones the other week, right? Hold on, Robbie. Maybe have a chat. I'm going to go get a pair of scissors to make Sounds this a bit good. easier for me. All right. So as you can see, you know, we're getting some of these packs of cards. So what are we talking? It's about, you know, 26 years old, that, that pack of cards there. So it's interesting. The old NBA hoops ones we're getting are all pretty good. They're all sort of opening well. But some of these mid-90s ones with the Skybox and the, the Fleer and everything are a little bit sort of tougher. So Woody's called in the big guns with the scissors there. And let's let's see what he's got. Yeah, that crisp pack being opened, right? For anyone that wasn't sure if these packs were already open, I think here's the proof. <laughs> oh, man, they are sticking together because they're, <laughs> what, 25 years old now? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I do remember them quite well, actually. All right, we're going to start off with Milwaukee Bucks center, Alton Lister. Oh, wow. Big man that also played with the Sonics and got, um, you yeah, know, sort of played with those Kemp teams and everything back in the day. Sure did. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember those cards now. Yep, yep. All right. And sorry, now, he played for Golden State. I'm going to correct myself already before we go into next week, right? Alton Lister. It wasn't the Sonics. Golden State. Dumped over by Kemp. So quick correction so I don't have to do it in the next episode. And uh, we've got not Magic Irvin Johnson, but Irvin Johnson. Oh, we all remember. Irvin Johnson, the big man. I bet he's a lot of people that people have completely forgotten about or never sort of heard of before. So he didn't have a long career, did he, that, that Irvin Johnson there? He had a couple of decent seasons, a good defender, yeah. but he sort of seemed to, to fizzle out pretty quickly. The early 2000s. I think he did stay in the league for six or seven years. Okay. Did he, did yeah. he go to Minnesota for a little while afterwards? Uh, I think he might have. Possibly so, yeah. 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 Maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to check it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love this guy, you know. Later on in his career, I think he played for the Suns. Oliver Miller, oh, wow. big, the big, big man. man. You know, I've got an Oliver Miller Phoenix Suns jersey in one of my one of my yep. cupboards there, Woods. We might pull out for a too. later episode. So, yeah, he yeah. was a highly skilled player, wasn't he, Oliver Miller? Yeah. I'm a big boy. Hot play. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, we've, we've pulled this guy's card previously, and I think it was a Sacramento card in the 1991 Hoop Series. But now we've got a Chicago Bulls car. The Canadian oh, man, Billy Bill Wennington. Wennington. Great card. I actually saw him filling in for Stacey King in the Bulls commentary team, I think, in one of their recent games. So, yeah, it's a classic Bill Wennington. Nice. Oh, this is a guy I haven't thought of in a while, playing with, you know, Doug Christie and George Lynch and those guys. Tony Smith from the LA Lakers. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he was pretty decent, wasn't he? Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not a name I've thought about for a while. I'm liking this. Time. We're getting some different sort of names in this pack. We're not getting sort yeah. of Cliff Robinson or Mike Sanders or Chris Ford or anything yet. Okay, this guy made our top 10 list. Ooh. Okay, on the Hawks top Ooh, we 10 list. we got a Hawks. Yes, no, it's, he's not, it's not his Hawks card oh. though, okay? Okay. All right. One of the most underrated big men, one-time All-Star. Who are we talking about? Uh, oh, Kevin uh, Willis. What is that card? Some special rebound sort of card, right? Yeah, Rebound King. It's rebound an insert, King. right? Well, that's, that's true. Yeah, yep. it was a rebound. Absolute King. beast on the boards. I like right? that one. It's funny. I did not remember that card. Maybe I sort of didn't get that one in my collection. Sacramento Kings, Bryant, Brian Grant. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's going back, isn't it? So Brian Grant is in the dreadlocks, Brian Grant? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, that was him before. Sort of involved in the Miami Heat trade, right? For yeah. the, the Shaquille O'Neal trade with you know, Karon yeah. Butler and those sort of guys, Lamar Odom. I think um, this is before he drew his dreads, right? Yeah, I think so. That was, I think we started with the Kings, didn't he? So, yeah, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, man. Okay. This is one I haven't heard of in a long time. Zan Tabak. Oh, wow. 
the big man there. Where was he from, Woods? What's his country of origin? Oh. Putting you on the spot there, right? Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, that's right. That's a nice looking sky he's got there. Yeah. And he's got that 90s flat top down pat too. Yeah. Oh, we, we pulled we pulled this man's card with Liam the other day. Um, Greg Oden, before Greg Oden. Oh, big Sam. You know what I'm talking about? And this was when he was with the Lakers in 94, yep. in the 95 season. Sam Bowie. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember him sort of doing too much with the Lakers there. That's, that's a funny one, isn't it? Sam Bowie. So we sort of told that story that he was drafted over Jordan in that historic draft. So, yeah, injuries certainly certainly cost him a decent career, didn't they? Yep. Totally. Where's the superstars, Woods? Come on, man. Okay, well, we've got a guy I've never actually heard of. Charlotte Hornets, Greg Sutton. Oof. Wow. Um, I remember the name. I don't know a lot about him. He might have been a point guard from memory, but yeah, yep. well, that's testing me there. Greg Sutton. Jeez, we're getting all the um, all the no-name players this week. I talked about this guy the other day uh, briefly when we pulled that Orlando Magic card. Tree Rollins. Big tree and Atlanta Hawks. Great. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you look at some of those all-time Atlanta Hawks defensive records, he's sort of right up there, Big Tree Rollins. Obviously, you know, Josh Smith's sort of on a lot of those records now as well. But, yeah, Big Tree, I certainly remember that guy well. What a, what a nickname too, right? Yep. And then finally, we've got John Crotty, Utah Jazz. Well, this might go down as the most random pack we've had so far, right? Um, right. Yeah, so there's, random. There's a lot of players there. I mean, look, I'm remembering some of these names. I don't have many stats for, you know, Sutton and Zan Tabak and this guy here. But, yeah, I like it. I like I re- that old re- Jazz jersey there as well. I remember using him on NBA Action on my Sega Mega Drive. So that's I don't remember that's much more back, about that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, show me the back of one of those cards, Woods. Refresh my memory what they look like. Okay, so they got the full picture and then what, just their most recent stats down the bottom or something, right? Yep. Yeah. Jeez, I don't think a lot of people are going to remember John Crotty, but there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Robbie, let's... Uh, well, I mean, it's been a great show, but I think uh, we're coming to an end, the end now, right? Um, yeah, right. And I think just a few things I want to go through. Last week when, you know, it's the time for fact-checking from last week, as you said. Um, last week when responding to Liam, I meant to say Isaiah Moss had a very impressive season in the NZBL. Uh, but accidentally referred to him as Mikhail McIntosh. So sorry about that, guys. My apologies. Just I was speaking about McIntosh just before. So just pointing that out. All good, man. Um, so thanks for tuning in. As I mentioned uh, at the start of the show, please subscribe to us on, uh, on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, we can be followed on Twitter at Throwbacks Hoops. So with an S. Um, and if you're watching the show, you'll see it. Uh, just below you on the screen. Uh, we have an Instagram account now, which is throwback.hoops at Instagram. Um, and if you want to send in an, uh, an email or a viewer question or, or anything, we're at throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I also have a TikTok channel, V underscore 83, uh, where we give some highlights and clips about what each episode uh, entails and some of the jerseys that we're wearing. Uh, and finally, we've got our Patreon uh, going now, Robbie. So it's www.patreon.com forward slash throwback hoops. If you like the podcast and the show, please pledge your support to us. It helps us with production, editing, and all the expenses associated with maintaining um, the program. We'll also give our patron members insights into some of the special guests and segments we'll be having on upcoming shows, Robbie. And we'll have some special initiatives that we will have for our members, which which we'll announce throughout the, the season. Absolutely. Uh, and, and 
now we have some throwback hoops mugs in addition to our in addition to our t-shirts right right robbie we do mate hot off the press with the throwback hoops mug so yeah so all our patreon members will sort of get one of those but yeah i'm liking that i'm going to give you your one tonight at the game so yeah next episode you'll be able to you'll be able to have your water out of that mate. awesome i'm looking forward to it robbie can't wait can't wait to get the mug off you tonight so a big round as you mentioned a lot of uh, games robbie uh, i said earlier i'm heading to melbourne um uh, on saturday i mean i would probably already be in melbourne by the time this episode comes out uh so until this uh i'll be there until the second of january um and can you believe there's only one game while I'm there for two That's weeks? Crazy, and it's on it? yeah. Sunday the 19th, which actually clashes with my cousin's 21st, the reason I'm going over there. So it's a bit unfortunate. Um, I don't miss all the Sydney home games while I'm there. At least you'll be able to... three games, right, I think? Yeah. That's unheard you, of for you, yeah. You'll be able to fly the flag, though, as you said, and oh, go, go to one or two of those yeah. games. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back in the New Year's. We're taking a little bit of a break. However, there will be a special episode released over... Over that uh, you know summer break period, did you want to tell the audience a little bit about that, Robbie? Yeah, definitely, man. So look, as you said, you know we are going to take a, a well-earned break now. You know we're up to to episode twelve now. We've obviously been putting sort of a lot of time sort of into to get you know getting these shows out sort of each week. So, but yeah, you're right. We are going to do a, a special sort of viewer um, questions, viewer mailbag type episode. So there's still time. Um, if anyone's got any sort of questions, please send them through. Um, you know, Woody's just read out the details there, so you can either hit us up on Twitter or you know send us an email, whichever way you want to get in contact with us there but yeah we're looking forward to do that so that episode will probably sort of be released probably after christmas so we'll try and get that up sort of between christmas and the new year's and then yeah we'll certainly be back in in the new year's and, and ready to go for for another sort of um another big season and a lot of a lot of episodes to come yeah thanks robbie and, and man usually over this summer break you know we catch up we spend time together but i'm gone for two weeks man you're gonna miss your boy huh what am i gonna do yeah oh, man, i'm sure we'll be chatting every day i mean i'll probably I don't know how many times we probably speak to each other twice a day on the phone and about five five to ten messages. So I'm sure that'll continue. But yeah, definitely you go down and, and you know enjoy the time with your family and everything else like that. And I'm looking forward to do the same the same here. And yeah, I guess we obviously sort of wish all our viewers a you know really sort of you know merry and happy Christmas and you know in a week's time or whatever it is and sort of you know stay safe. You know enjoy your time around your family and yeah we can't wait to sort of be back again in the new year well certainly before yeah. that with the mailbag and then back in the new year with some fresh episodes and look we've teased it a bit as well woods but we've got some great guests to come in the new year i think we've already got four or five people lined up already and there's some big names there as well so yeah keep subscribing and tuning in and look forward to bring those to you yep and yep you said it all robbie you covered it all there it's been a tough year for everyone so um having some time with your family and friends at, at uh at the festive part of the year is going to be good for everyone and and as you said, thanks to everyone for all your support throughout 2021. We will have that mailbag episode coming to you shortly. Much love to everyone and the Throwback Hoops family. Right, Robbie? That's right, boy. everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We can't wait to sort of be back. And yeah, thanks for all the love and support you've all been giving us. Here.